Welcome back to Film Vloggers. We review films with vlog dead horses, so you don't have to. Is this week's film choice a complete waste of your viewing time? Much like vlogging slash beating a dead horses, get it? Please head over to www.filmvloggers.com to check out all of our previous vloggings. And while you're there, maybe hang out for a while, look around and vote for our next film. Click on vote or visit www.filmvloggers.com forward slash vote. Are you an idiot? If so, please check out our idiot's guide to reviewing us, where even a big dummy like you can leave us a red-hot review. Here at Film Vloggers, we pride ourselves on offering one-star content with five-star effort. Once on the website, please click on Idiot's Guide, or visit us at www.filmvloggers.com forward slash review hyphen us. That should have been Idiot's Guide. My fault, I didn't change the URL. Annoying. Once again, filmvloggers.com forward slash review hyphen us. Believe it or not, we now have a Patreon. I know what you're thinking. You have the audacity to ask us to pay to receive more of this. Forceful dramatic effect. Yes. We have a Patreon-exclusive show called Near Pickers. I think you'll like it. Please visit www.filmflogs.com forward slash support hyphen us. Again, that hyphen is annoying. Should have removed it. Or head straight to our Patreon page. Patreon.com forward slash film wafflers. No idea why I did film wafflers. Another mistake. Where you can support us for as little as one British pound or a buck fifty. And while you're on the website, punch that big purple subscribe button and tell a friend about the vlog. Wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, mistress, your nan, granddad, your kids. They can tell their friends. They can tell their friends at school about the vlog. But in all seriousness, this really helps the podcast grow and enables us to enrich or ruin the lives of the hundreds of millions of earlobes we haven't reached yet. Welcome to Film Vloggers. Grab a vlog and join us as we go to work on our latest film offering and try to answer the question, does this film feel like flogging a dead horse? The answer is probably yes, but let's find out. Where's Bacon at this point in the film? Is is he... He's a master... What's, what's going on here? Right, so um, some wild things today. Wow, what do you think? Some wild things, yeah. What do I think? What are you saying things? about it? What do I say yeah. about wild things? Um, yeah, yeah, a, a, a twisty, turny. Oh, you I guess you wouldn't say cake. A romp, total romp. Twist, yeah. Twisty, turner, turning, turtle. Um, sex, sex thriller. Um, yeah, something like that. Well, it's yeah. something like it's almost like a. Um, the material is almost more suited to like a Paul Verhoeven film, isn't it? It's almost sort of like a. It's like an. It's like a turbo basic instinct sort of vibe erotic thriller type things with you know a whole host of just absolutely ludicrous twists in it i mean i think we've got about five plot twists in total here and it's just you know it's an absolute assault on the senses this 90 percent of those plot twists get get done in the post credits it's interesting yeah interesting yeah i've never i've never seen post credit plot twists but yeah i know it's 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 absolutely all over the place we've got um kevin bacon uh dylan neve campbell and denise richards as the as the headliners but you also pointed out the old uh the family lawyer of of, of denise richards family is, is actually the same same like he plays number two in uh, austin Powers. oh yes robert wagner yeah i think he had a he had a very successful career back in the i'm assuming i think he's about 90 so i'm assuming the 60s yeah. and 70s maybe maybe some 80s but yeah I, I'm, unfortunately I, I was probably a little bit too too young to experience that so my first experience of wagner was uh, yeah as you said number two in the austin powers film series <laughs> with the with the with the eye patch but yeah well i mean i mean there's there's, there's a whole heap of stuff to get into it i mean we should just quickly mention uh john john mcnaughton the director uh, I think the only thing of note I, I picked up on was he he was the one who did uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, which was a, um, unlike this, was pretty humorless. 
It was pretty, uh, pretty grim. That utterly, utterly grim. Actually, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. That was uh, what's his name again? What's that bloke called? He, he was he played Henry Portrait of a Serial. Oh, Michael Henry. Rooker. Yeah, Michael Rooker. Yeah, Rooker. Yeah, he's he's a really um, unpleasant looking bloke, isn't he? Oh yeah. More recently in Slither, Michael Rooker appearing there. Yeah, he's he's been in some stuff. Yeah, the Sixth Day. Oh dear. Oh, oh no. God, yeah, he's in Sixth. <laughs> oh, he's in Sixth Day, all right, don't panic. Oh, he's in Sixth Day, yeah. Oh, That's boy. with uh, some, some clone Schwarzenegger, isn't it? Clone yeah. Schwarzenegger, yeah. Oh, <laughs> goodness me. The whole, the whole thing about four dots means you've been cloned four times. <laughs> you know, it's in the eyelid. He's he's jet-setting around in a bloody spaceship. What's going on there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some jetpacking. Like not, it's not just like urban jetpacking. It's like mountain jetpacking, I'm pretty sure, isn't it? Doesn't he like to... Isn't he going through the mountains? I thought, I thought he was like jetpack past the fucking Golden Gate Bridge or something. I think the jetpack is pretty much his, his, his main mode of transport in that film. But yeah, it's um, yeah terrible. <laughs> anyway. So what have we got here? So we start off, um, well, the credit sequence, actually, I, I thought, I mean, the, the first thing, actually, I do want to mention is the music of this. It's um, it's quite a, it's quite an explosive soundtrack. It's like this kind of like, and it's like well, drum business. Yeah, you sound like you've got <laughs> an air horn going on. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it literally, it's like, and it's not, it's not just that because it's like, it's like hastened along by this quite rigorous drum beat. So the drums kind of going, you know, doom, 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 doom. and this, and this air hole's going, <laughs> and then you've also got, you've also got some humming as well, like some kind of atmospheric humming. So it goes yeah, like, I'd, you know, I'd say it sets the tone. It's just, it's just music. It's just, it's not, it doesn't sound right. It just sounds, it's just completely yeah. all over the place, which is probably about right <laughs> for what we're about to watch. It's just kind of like, it's kind of sort of trashy almost, but it's, um, but yeah, no, it is quite in keeping with the rest of the film. It's the sort but, of thing that you would expect to do if you were just at school and you are just mucking about the keyboard. It, sound, it sounds like something you, you, you produce on Sibelius for your GCSE music composition, yeah. It sounds like a, just a sort of, just a hodgepodge of random shit thrown together. But, um, but we start off the credit sequence, which I actually quite like because it's, cause it starts off and it's, it's like these sweeping sort of, uh, sweeping shots of various parts of like this so you start in the swamps and with all like the, you know the wild creatures the the crocodiles that seems to be a running theme here you keep getting all these random shots of crocodiles so you know it's all about what the wild and you know i'm assuming like the whole thing of this film it's kind of about it's like the the, the laws of the jungle isn't it you know all these people going for each other it's kind of like there's something because they keep showing the, the 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 crocodile don't they they keep showing it I assume this is kind of the Everglades or something that resembles the Everglades because it's set in Florida, isn't it? Florida, I think, yeah. The old crocodile pops up now and again. Well, the crocodile, he's always there, isn't he? He's either just popping yeah. up, you get a random shot of him just showing some teeth. He's at the swamp later on when they go and visit Susie and he's, yeah, he's always floating around the place. We then go into the um, the kind of the suburbs, the city, you know, the normal housing and then the city itself. And then beyond the city, you've got this, well, it's, what is it called? Blue Bay, which is this like, you know, one of these... What do, you, what do you call those like lagoony type things that you get in Florida, which are, are like separated from the mainland and they're like their own little kind of g- like gated communities? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like a floating gated community. Yeah, and all these and all these like rich and famous types are living there, and, all, and they're all in each other's pockets. But yeah, so so that's that's where we are, Blue Bay, and Matt Dillon is the first person we meet uh, playing Sam Labardo, who's a what is he a guidance counselor? So this is a campus. What, what is this? Is this a gut? Where yeah, it's, are it's, we? It's a college, isn't it? Because your first glimpse of, well, of Sam, of, of Susie, of Kelly, of Bacon, of the whole bleeding lot of them. Yeah, the whole group. You see yeah. him walking in with his massive trousers on. You've got Kelly, Denise Richards, 
taking a front row seat, just yeah. you know drooling over over it seems Dylan. You get a, you get a quick flash of Susie, Neve Campbell, sort of at the back, you know, kind of brooding. Oh, you know, I don't want to be here. I didn't realise until they actually invited him on stage that oh oh my goodness, well Bacon's lurking in the background. I got, you see two people sitting there. I had no idea. Then he invites Bacon on stage. Oh here we go, Bacon's here. Lovely. Well, you wouldn't really recognise Bacon because in this he's sort of sporting a more of a side parting. Um, so yeah, fairly fairly unrecognisable until he takes sort of centre stage. But Dylan is this guy in his cast. He, he's talking about um, he's given a given a talk on sex crimes or something. And uh, you know when he writes, he's writing the topic of the conversation on the board, and he starts off with sex. Of course, you know, given given that he is this kind of he's the centre of the of all these all these girls sort of fantasies everyone starts you know whooping and all this but yeah he's talking about sex crimes then he invites old um bacon to take the stage he's actually a, de- a police detective who's is that, that that's bacon's role in this isn't he? he's, he's a police detective he's not oh, I, don't, like, I hope so yeah 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 turns out to be be a, a dirty a crooked police detective he's, he's, a, he's a crooked cop so everyone, you know, what is a sex crime? Not getting enough. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy's actually. That's not the first time he's disruptive in that class. He from from the off, he's kind of calling random stuff out. You know, it's kind of he's, he's like that guy. Yeah, and I think it's the, the moment Bacon actually takes the stage is when Neve Campbell actually um, who plays what's her name Susie, and uh, she actually storms out of the of the lecture room, and like she, she it almost seems because she she sort of looks at she stops stops in the aisle and kind of looks addresses Bacon directly and goes like you know. You can suck my dick or something. So it's almost like they've got something going on. There's obviously some kind of history there, which I only got on the on the second viewing. You know, from, from what from what comes out at the end, it's it, you know there obviously is there is history there. There's a, there's a rivalry, but yeah, at this stage, didn't really take anything of it. She storms out, and then that's us. So we've kind of met everyone in the um met met everyone in the film, and then what have we got? We've got we've got the next scene is when Dylan, I think, is is busy rigging a boat up, and and uh, an old what's her name. Denise Richards is doing some dancing with the uh, cheerleaders. After Bacon's done his speech, him and his partner go out. It doesn't look like you like Sam very much, Bacon. You know, you mean pussy hound? <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I can't. I can't remember the exact quote, but it is this thing with Dylan in this where he is. He is. He seems to have. I mean, it's said later on by the police detective who's, who's investigating the crime. He says, you know, he's had half the women in Blue Lagoon. So I mean, this guy, a Blue Bay. So he's had. You know, I mean, this guy's sort of prolific on the island, supposedly. You know, just been going around cleaning up. I mean, all these women are literally... Gu- I mean, I don't think he, he comes into contact with one woman in this film without, you know, some serious gushing going on. So we get this stuff and, and old Denise Richards comes over to Dylan when he's rigging the boat and, uh, you know, being massively, extremely flirtatious with him and uh, asks him to drive her home. Well, they're driving through and, uh, I mean, it sounds like listening to the American Pie soundtrack. It's just like teenage rock music. But I'm it's, pretty it's sure in and around that time, isn't it? This is, what, 98? So, you know, we're, yeah. we're about, it's about right. But yeah, no, it's, so they're driving along and I think they, they see, they see Neve Campbell on the way who's, who's busy, you know, fixing up some kind of, some kind of car, you know, buggering about with cars. She's like a mechanic, supposedly. So she's a bit like a tomboy. And, uh, there's a bit of a, there's a bit of tent, there's a bit of words spoken between, uh, Neve Campbell and, uh, Denise Richards, isn't there? There's like a bit of a tension there. I don't know what, I don't, we don't really know at this stage what it is. Oh, well, I think Denise takes, takes liberties with, uh, what sort of shoes, um, yeah. or poor Susie's wearing. Horse, something. Horse direct, something. Um, oh no, no, sorry. Horse for less. Horse for less. Yeah. Where'd you get those shoes from? Horse for less. To which Neve Campbell responds by giving it, flipping her off, and also like you know, sort of, sort of licking it, like sort of sticking her tongue out, you know. So that's it. So they they drive off. Dylan drops Kelly off. Denise Richards, and then there's a moment where where Kelly's mo- mother comes out. Kelly she belongs to the Van Ryan family, which is like you know a very wealthy family on the island. 
And Sam's clearly got some kind of history with the mother as well, because the mother comes out on the, on the balcony. In a bikini, in, in like a dress gown bikini. bikini, as you do, you know, as, yeah. as, as most mothers probably greet their um, their kids and their kids' friends. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Sort of comes to the door half naked. But yeah, she comes out and, you know, so that's that's established that he's obviously got some kind of tension with some sort of history with her. And what have we got? Then we've got this... Um, We've got this this thing, this kind of running thing about how Denise Richards wants to arrange to come to Dylan's house to wash his car. What are we saying about Denise Richards? What do you, you know? What do you think? What do you think of old Denise? Well, I mean, she's obviously she's obviously extreme. You know, she's she's just she's just eye candy, isn't she? I mean, that's literally a, a place in this. It's an absolutely horrendous act. Yeah, really. Well, bad. it's painful. There are moments between Dylan and Denise Richards which I actually felt like it, this this could be like a scene from the room. You know, the dialogue and the delivery is so bad. Yeah, you're saying Denise Richards is like basically like a Lisa from the room. Not far off. I mean, it's like, it's it's actually not an unfair comparison. But like, I think with Denise Richards, like, you know, she plays pretty much exactly the same character she does in Starship Troopers as like, you know, the 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 love interest of Johnny. Yeah, I feel like she's a lot less offensive in Starship Troopers for some reason. Even though I think that's the same year, isn't it, Starship Troopers? I think it is. But I think I think part of the reason why is because Starship Troopers, like the whole film is set up. It's like a, almost kind of like a bit surreal, isn't it? Like the way people, the way it's acted, it's almost kind of like a bit over the top. Like the whole point of that film is it's utterly over the top. So everyone's like, you know, just chewing the scenery. So it kind of works in that. It, she kind of goes unnoticed that she's, you know, really hamming it up. Well, she's laying on thick, isn't she, on this one? It's really, really just shoving it down your throat, coming out of God knows what, innuendos and just smiling, going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. so, uh, you know, Mr. Lombardo, what do you think? Yeah, literally, you know, when am, when am I going to wash your Jeep, Mr. Lombardo? And, you know, like sort of, you know, doing a spidering arrangement up his arm or whatever. She's basically a sort of, she's basically a sort of like female sexual predator in this. I mean, it's, it's a it's classic case of like, if this was a bloke, who was behaving this same way? It would be, you know, it'd be, it'd be a drama. You'd be in trouble, big time. You'd be in trouble. What well, would be sort of woodsman territory? But um, <laughs> I'll speak about the <laughs> about the woodsman, the better. So yeah, so they arrange for for Kelly's going to go around to Bedillas to wash his jeep or something. So that gets arranged, and then we get this scene which kind of just takes us out of it for a bit. It's Matt Dillon going through the swamps on a uh, on a hovercraft. We get some dealing on a hovercraft, sort of going through the going through the swamp. Do we need that? But we, you know, we've already we've we've already had that bit at the start, panning the swamps. So we've just, we've got the same setup. We've got the music kicking back in again. But we've just, and the crocodile again, and the crocodile again, and all we've got differently is is we've just got Dylan on his Dylan, yeah, on his hoverboat. It's the same, yeah, like you say, you know, it's the same. It's set to the same music, you know. It's that, doom, 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 and you just see old Dylan, wow. yeah. So he does that. <laughs> So yeah, so we then get the uh, the scene where Dylan's you know returned home. An old uh, an old Kelly knocks on his door with one of her friends to uh, to wash the car. We then get this absolutely shameless car wash sequence with you know with old uh, you know the friends are sort of hosing each other off. I mean it's actually slow motion. I mean and there's also there's also a scene where like, I think one of them is bent, literally bent over taking you know a hose pipe up the arse. Oh yeah, you get some arse. Crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. I mean, it's like a sort of, it's like a wet t-shirt competition stuff, like sequence, basically. So yeah, so we get this, and then what do we have? We we Denise Richards uh, sort of ushers the friend to to clear off. Well, we get a Denise Richards, don't we? We get her that grin that she does. You know, she's already pulled this grin several times, where you know she kind of just comes out, does the grin, no teeth, you know, big smile, big lips. Get out of here! It's okay. Get out of here! Oh God. Oh, oh, what's Sam? She's got something planned for old Sam. Sam's gone in to get the the fucking 
the coupon. Yeah, yeah the coupon to to what to, to then signify that that what's going on is is legit and it's he's just helping out some kids and it's all part yeah. it's all part of what a scheme I assume because he's got this it's some kind people. of charity. I think it's some kind right. of charity. Fine, but so yeah, he, he's gone in to get that and then yeah yeah the friend gets gets her marching orders. Kelly goes back in and yeah we get just a shot of bottom to top of of yeah of Denise looking looking wet. Look, looking extremely well. It looks like she's been doused with a with a fresh load of water. Just my my confusion with this is is you know I don't want to give too much away now, but they already have a, a relationship that, that is that's established. Like, towards the end, we find that out. But what what's all this playing around for? They've I know it's, it's for our benefit to go. Oh, you know that no, you know she's trying to get in into uh, with Sam, but he's not having any of it. Good for you, Sam. This is all nonsense because they're already having a relationship. Well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, this is, I pick this up because she comes out of that, you know, what we see is we see uh, Denise Richards, you know, standing there wet, right? And then we get the next scene is her coming out of the house looking kind of upset and disgruntled and she actually runs home. Is she drawn? And I was, oh, God knows. Oh, well, I think we kind of, you know, it's, a bit, it's, it's, from, it's from a distance. We see her scampering off down the road. Well, maybe, maybe, we, that's, maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe she's come back out after, after a session. But it, well, it, it's well, just that, a shot to look like she's stomped out and gone, oh, God, he's rejecting me again. I don't know, but I, I almost kind of wondered whether that is the scene when he obviously he like gives her the um, gives her the lowdown on the plan. Right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but in which case, I don't know why she's looking so like so upset when she comes out of the house. I didn't. I don't know. I, I think it's. I think it's a classic case of you know the film very much leads you by the hand to in, in, into believing certain things, and then you know pulls the wool, you know pulls the rug from under you and goes, well, actually, no, you've got the wrong end of the stick there. So I don't know. It's obviously some sort of. It's just to throw us off. I think. But yeah, so so what have we got now? We, we've got so the plan is very much in in motion at this stage. We're none the wiser, and Denise Richards tells her mother that she was raped by Sam. This is the uh, this is the reveal. Mum comes in. Oh, what's wrong, Kelly? Yeah, you know, oh, I miss Dad. Ugh. Oh well, you know, so do I. No, you don't. And the mum goes like, he didn't have to kill himself. I think this mother is probably for me is 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 probably the worst actress in this. I think this every time she's got a line, it's just absolutely obscene. I mean, like even whenever whenever Kelly reveals that it was Sam Lombardo who raped her, like the, the scene ends with just like a close up of the mother's face going like Sam Lombardo, and then they're in the police station, aren't they? The, the mother takes her in, and the, yeah, the mother's well, I mean, she's hammering it up again in the in an old police custody. I mean, what what, what is it she says? Oh, it's my says? daughter in Blue Bay. Oh yeah, yeah. I think she's more annoyed of potentially her reputation being tarnished rather than the fact that her daughter's potentially been raped. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you get the vibe that the whole thing's fairly unhealthy. But yeah, no, she's hamming it up, and then we get the scene where she's um, she's having the she's having the uh, the interview by the police, which is being recorded. Bacon's in the room and all this, so she puts on this this fairly convincing show. Actually, not not too bad from Denise. I mean, she's she's fairly convincing. If we didn't if we didn't know what went before it, we'd we'd probably believe it. Getting into details about what she says, and she sort of just goes, "Yeah, sir." He used his fingers. He put them in both holes. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, so he's, he's gone for the old uh, the old bowling ball. I think there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're not. We're not. You know, we're obviously not laughing. Denise is very distressed. No, no, of course. Yeah, she's very distressed. But but we know that it's that it's totally bogus. So I think we can actually take liberties with this. Um, so yeah, she's been bowling balled by old Sam, and then um, we get the kind of debrief with the with the police officers at the end, and all, an old. Um, I think it's the, the, I can't remember what her name is, the, the woman, the police officer sort of goes like, oh no, there's like a lawyer present and the lawyer goes, he's had half the woman in Blue Bay. So he's immediately ready to absolutely jump down this guy's throat. 
but it's the woman police officer who says like you know there are certain gaps in a story i mean you know just because he's a bit promiscuous doesn't make him a rapist uh bacon i think is i don't know is he on the fence at this stage don't know his partner has mentioned about the lie detector test trying to get one done for for kelly bacon then mentioned something about the pope and pissing in a pot basically you know it's it's, it's not going to happen and if we try and make it happen that their their lawyer um number two is going to cut her above the knees basically yeah so it's not looking too good we should also say the right at the end of the of kelly's interview she mentions about the whole um the whole coming line which is which is interesting no little girl can ever make me come and this is like a running thing this is obviously some detail which they've they've agreed to all include in their statements to to try and you know tie them all together or susie changing slightly doesn't she with a little bitch but you know we'll get to that yeah so yeah so so they're all um and they're all basically terrified of, of raising any kind of complaint because these, like we said, this these Van this Van Ryan family are just absolutely, you know, lawyered up to the to the knees. <laughs> That's an expression. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? You, you yeah. have to be careful of your knees, basically. So he goes. Um, Sam then goes to to visit a lawyer because he's trying to find a lawyer in town who will take on the Van Ryans, and he ends up going to visit this this very crummy lawyer played by um, oh Christ, Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray, yeah, is the lawyer. Who's sitting there in a net brace? I actually quite. I mean, I'm actually not. I'm not a huge Bill Murray fan as, as much as other people are. But I quite enjoyed him as, in this. He was a bit of a light relief, and he's sitting there in his little crummy, crummy office wearing a neck brace. And he goes, and he goes like, sorry, sorry. And Dylan actually says, you know, sorry, why are you wearing a neck brace? And he goes, yeah, there was some insurance guys creeping around. So I'm assuming he's in, involved in some kind of insurance scam at the moment or whatever. So he gets lawyered up with old um, Bill Murray. Sam's in his office. And he gets his paper airplane tossed in his window. It's oh, just, yeah. just this picture on of him just, you know, basically receiving um, a, a sexual act from, yeah. a, from a young girl. Tomorrow. Yeah. So I think that's how he finds out that he's, that he's in the in the shit. Yeah. I guess that's one way to find out. You get you, you potentially getting done for rape. Paper airplane for a toss through your window. But he's then, um, after meeting with Bill Murray, he's out drinking in the swamp with a, in a bar and he gets um, on his way back. He's driving along and he gets chased off the road by a buy another car he gets driven off yeah we were, he, what is this bit yeah i'm confused about this bit yeah really weird he, for some reason he, he goes to you know to, to drown his his solace as he goes out to the swamp to have a couple of drinks and then he um yeah he's coming back and uh, it's kind of set up it's almost like a it's almost like a horror movie sequence it's really weird and he gets driven off the road and he comes and he like emerges from his car in the swamp and like this guy who's put he's pulled up at the top of the road comes out and it's revealed that it's the same guy that that old um, Kelly's mother, Sandra, has been was shafted in, in the beginning. He comes up and he goes like, you okay, man? And Dylan's like, yeah. And he goes, that's too bad. And then like punches him in the face. So you think, okay, then turn, it goes to black, face him, and you're like, oh, oh no, what's happened there? Bill Murray comes around the next day looking for him. He's had his house kind of, it seems like it's been broken into. There's a smashed window. Yeah. He goes around the back and he finds him and he's, you know, he's on edge. He's like, oh God, you know, I don't know what's going on anymore. And it, it looks like the Jeep is just parked back in the driveway. There's yeah. a car parked in the driveway. So unless that's Bill Murray's picked out of the swampers in, just driven home. Well, it seems old Dylan can move mountains in this. So I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, yeah no, it's a, it's a fair observation that. I, I should also, we should also mention the um, one thing that did actually strike me. I'm not a Twin Peaks fan, particularly, but the, um, the music to which old Bill Murray's snooping around the house, it's just like creeping, like double bass jazz setup, where it's like, and he's like creeping around. It very much reminds me of the, um, of those random scenes in Twin Peaks with, you know, the main police detective, you know, slightly odd bloke. Yeah. Cause it's almost well, like a horror, isn't it? 
but then there are moments whenever he's kind of just snooping around and it's all just well, been slightly I, weird as we've always said about the music already it's you know you may as well get some music from one of the you know the most strangest most ridiculous tv shows in history just get that just get some scooter you might as well just get some scooter going on yeah. all around the world put that on you know from yeah. showdown so yeah we get this we get this slightly strange scene again you say you know his car's reappeared in the driveway and at this point, I think Bacon goes to visit uh, Neve Campbell. Neve Campbell's contacted the police and has asked them to visit her. So they do into their little shack in the swamp, and uh, they they enter the uh, enter the shack, and Neve Campbell's lying on the bed. And yeah, so it was certainly a strange opening line she says about how you know what took you guys so long? I could have been getting strangled or fucked in the ass. <laughs> Bacon looks as looks as bewildered as we are. And he's like, well, you did ring us. You know, what, what, have, what have you got for us? Uh, I remember also, Baker's got some very high trousers going on in this scene. And probably in other yeah. scenes. I think I just, this scene in particular, I just noticed how high those trousers were, you know, almost by his chin, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> get, get, those, get those pulled down, Bacon. Crap. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of like linen wearing in this because obviously in like the swamp, it's very humid. So everyone's wearing quite loose, but, you know, like you say, quite highly pulled up stuff. But yeah, so, so Neve Campbell reveals this, um, the story that she was, in fact, raped as well by uh, Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon's had a bit of Neve Campbell as well. Um, and yeah, she, she does, in fact, disclose at the end this same detail that appeared in uh, Kelly's story about the... Well, the, yeah, but Neve Campbell, like you said, uh, just changes it slightly. A bitch can make me come. Yeah, so that's Sam, the uh, Sam's on a bit of a roll here. It seems you know maybe, maybe he's not as innocent as we, as we think he is. I mean, you know, there's no there's no question at this stage. I was thinking, okay, you know, with this with the, with the disclosing of this little detail, I was thinking, right, okay, maybe there is. Well, to, to be fair to the film, you don't actually you don't know where it is going at this stage. You haven't got you haven't really got a clue, have you? Like it's you know it, it turns out to twist and turn all over the fucking place. But at this point in the film, you, you're just like, well, guys, what's going on? Here? I, I didn't think for one second that they're all in in it together and they'd all made up the story. I was like, well, I had no idea. Yeah, agree. And as well, like all of this is actually disclosed within the first like 30, 40 minutes of like an hour, 40 long film. So I was thinking, well, I was almost thinking it was going to get, there was going to be some kind of revenge element, you know, towards it in the second half. We then get the court sequence. It goes straight in with that. And, um, or they're there, you know, Neve Campbell or Kelly's there, you know, everyone's come to see this. And it's during the, the interrogation of Neve Campbell by Bill Murray that, Bill Murray spots an inconsistency in her account of this of this rape. In that it worked the, the day the way the dates work out, it seems that uh, Neve Campbell, after when she said he was she was raped by uh, by old um, Sam, she actually made a phone call to him a week later to ask him to bail her out of jail or something. So Bill Murray obviously exploits this and goes, "Well, hang on, if, if you're raped, why would you be ringing him when you were in jail?" To which she then she then breaks and says, "You know, it wasn't my idea." And, you know, it was actually, it was Denise Richards and, you know, she, she's told us to say this and she's, well, she's got some kind of vendetta against old, uh, with Sam because, you know, she slept with her mother and she was in love with him and all this. To which, to which old, uh, you know, Denise Richards starts, I think she throws a glass bottle at her or something in, on the stand. She, she literally has to be dragged out of the courtroom kicking and screaming. Well, I think at this stage, I think, you, you know, you're there, well, the only fucking bitch here is you, Denise. Christ, you know, bloody. Yeah. You know, you brought us all oh. to this fucking courtroom and look what's taking place. And they're on the way back, and I think Denise Richards is in the car with her mother and the lawyer number two. And the, yeah, well, the mother's again at it because I mean she's infuriated that she's going to. She knows at this stage she's going to have to set, pay some sort of settlement fee to to stop them prosecuting um, prosecuting the the daughter. Yeah, the mum's sitting there going like, "What are we going to do?" I mean, she's completely exploding. Bill Murray then comes zooming past her with with Dylan in the car and sort of you know gloat because he's well, hey, hey Sandra no. over here Sandra hey yeah 
he's literally waving middle finger up. Yeah. And and scoobs off. So yeah, and so that's exactly what happens. They get this massive payout. Well, you know, it's like I think it's a six because I think Dylan gets eight million. So I'm assuming like you know the, the lawyer's probably got about half of that. So it's like a sixteen million payout or something. Is it? Is it what? I thought it was just like eight point five. And I don't think that Bill, Bill Murray's getting eight million for his. <laughs> is he not? It's, is he not? Well, no. maybe. But I, I thought it was just eight point five, and and Murray's just got. Like, oh, he gets he gets a cut of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I thought it was maybe. I thought it was a bit more than that. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, I mean, since the night. Eight, eight and a half maybe. fucking million for Murray just to go, hey, those, those those phone calls weren't great. Come on. So we move on to the, um, well, I imagine probably what this what this film's fairly well known for is the old threesome sequence with uh, some Neve Campbell, Dylan and, uh, and Kelly. Mm. Um, what do you think of this? Well it's, reveal- well, it's revealed, we should say, just before, we, you know, it's revealed. Oh, you know, you're so keen to get to that old song. I know, I know. Well, I'm getting excited, you know, getting hot under the collar. Dylan goes back to his motel room and, uh, you know, it's post it's post receiving his check, the payout's done, and we think, right, well, halfway through and it seems cut and dried. Well, what, what have we got left? And we and it's kind of tailored up. We think, well, maybe Kelly's going to come after him. Maybe she's going to be like one of these psychos. And she does. She, she's in that. She's in the hotel, the motel room, and he sees a reflection of her in the mirror. And we think, oh god, here we go. You know. And um, she comes out. She's got like she's holding something underneath a towel, which is holding out like a gun. And we're thinking, right, okay. And then it's the, we then realise that actually it's a bottle of champagne that's poking out, and uh, it was a scam all along. And it was a way that Kelly could get some kind of inheritance money that was locked in until her mother died. Yeah, well, I mean, what do you think of that? Did you see that one coming, Ben? Uh, no, I, I didn't. know. I was. Yeah, we had just before that, didn't we? As well, they, they had a bit of a, a shouting match in when Sam was clearing out his desk. Oh, I'm sorry, Kelly. Yeah, fuck you. Slams, hailing trophy, whatever the fuck it is, that goes, you know, that goes on the floor. Getting strung along, we're still like, oh Christ, you know what's going on? And as you said, it, it goes perfectly into the next scene where you think, oh, she's going to get her revenge. She's going to knock off Sam. Apparently, what they had originally under that towel was it wasn't going to be champagne; it was going to be like a dildo. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yes, <laughs> yeah, apparently, yeah. Apparently, they changed it. Yeah. So what? But what was the thinking there? What? What? We're about to get into this hot. Hot threesome, aren't we? So I assume the dildo was going to come into play, yeah? <laughs> so she was going to be what? But, but why would she have that underneath the towel? The whole illusion's still there, isn't it? It's like, of course, under, as you said, what's under the towel? Is it a knife? Is it a gun? I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, but what I'm saying... <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, it makes sense to be walking around with a bottle of champagne with a, with a towel on it, because you, you might use it to open the bottle. But why would you have a dildo in it in a towel? She was carrying a dildo. It's like, well, why is she just wiping that off? You're going to have to what ask the uh, ask the writers of this because, yeah, I, I guess all the, all the probably, probably it sounds like you're not very happy with it. So, but judging by the fact they removed it and changed the bottle of champagne, they probably made the right decision. I think they did. And they well, could have got away with it, to be honest. You know, I think I'd have found it more humorous if they'd have whipped out the dildo and got like, you know, well, what probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, so, so they have this. And then, old, like you said, old Neve Campbell pops out. I think she's been hiding in the, uh, hiding in the bathroom. She pops out, and um, yeah, well, they start engaging. This just—is uh, it full? Is it full on? It's not that full on, is it? I think for the time, I think that's why a lot of people work for a mainstream film. The, the scene later in the swimming pool between Kelly and Susie is potentially just as risque. Two girls kind of going at it. I'm fairly sure Neve had in her contract like a no nudity clause and all this sort of stuff. So if you actually look at it in the in the pool and, and in this, you don't actually ever see Neve Campbell kind of naked you don't ever see any boobs or anything on Neve's side Denise Richards you know you're good to go they're all over the place well I think I think the unfortunate truth is with Denise Richards is that if she had a no no nudity contract in her in her setup she 
I mean, the, the, the work could probably start drying up quite heavily. Oh, you are. Know, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Please, you explain yourself. What do you mean by that comment? Well, I mean, you know, there's, there's potentially some, you know, there's some slightly dubious, uh, some dubious acting at best. But it's, um, we do get, you know, like I said before, we get some pretty shameless eye candy shots. I mean, we get, we get Denise Richards being sort of disrobed in this scene. You know, so the, the skirt gets pulled down. We get a full blown, you know, arse shot right in the right in the centre of the screen. He makes a little line, doesn't he? Something about you know, guiding counsellor. Oh, what does he say? Oh, crap. Oh, we get to, oh, we get to discover all kinds of interesting things while oh, pulling down the old panties. But yeah, so we then get you know, old, old uh, Denise starts getting off with Neve, and then then Dylan starts getting involved. You know, they're all going at it. Well, I think you know whatever happens at the end of this with old Dylan. For all the time that he is around, you know he's he's done all right for himself. No, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't get to spend that that eight and a half meal. But you know, fuck me, he's again the eight, eight and a half meal. Of course, ironically, is uh, put him in a bit of a bad spot. But yeah, yeah, I think Bacon. Well, Bacon at this stage, I think, starts suspecting some foul play. He can see that there's there's a chance that this is all just you know exactly what it is that the old uh, Dylan was looking for a bigger payout, and Campbell and Neve are all in on it. So he starts he starts you know coming out with this at the police station and he's, and he's shut down. Um, but he goes to see Denise Richards at the swimming pool uh, to confront her about this. And, uh, you know, yet again, we get a slow-mo with Denise Richards swimming in the pool and then emerging from the pool and sort of stretching her, stretching herself off, you know, bikini shot galore. And uh, is confronted by Bacon, who says... What's, what does he say? He points, he points like the, the, the flaw in the plan about, you know, threesomes never work, you know, two of you are in love and, you know, what are you going to do with the little pill, Neve Campbell, I think he calls her. I take it aback because after this, he goes to see Susie. He's, he's starting to put doubt in everyone's mind and he's, he's dressed himself down. You know, he's been walking around in, in a nice, you know, shirt and tie combo, looking very smart and looking very dapper. You know, he rolls up to Susie's in this in, in a vest and a shirt over him. Oh, come on, we've got some dressed down bacon here. You know, I was... Yeah. Like, taken back by that i think the trousers potentially even been lowered as well so well it's like you know we've now got in the second half we've got a rogue bacon who's kind of going against his 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 superior officers so he goes and sees uh goes and sees susie basically so yeah like says well i mean you know what do you really think they're going to pay you the money you know they're those two they're going to rip you off and all, that's all it is and he goes like you know you are in shit and you're never going to have shit I think you, are, you kind of want people to break. I'm assuming he's trying to get them to break in some way. Then we get old uh, Susie goes to Kelly's house to uh, to confront her about because you know Baker's planted seeds of doubt in her mind, and um, she goes, you know, you're gonna, you know, you've got no intention of paying, you know, paying me. I'm gonna get done over here. And uh, Kelly rings Sam there and then and says, I've got Susie here, and she's, uh, you know, she's exploding. She's, she's, you know, she's talking all sorts of stuff. Can you come here and sort it out? And he goes, yeah, yeah, really dubious looking, looking phone there as well. Like, well I know it's not. Well, it's like a sat phone. phone. Yeah, I don't know what it's, like, it's like a phone with a, like you can use it as like a fucking spatula at the same time. <laughs> a two in one job. Well, it's huge. I mean, it's like a brick. She comes up, and actually, I, I got some deja vu at this scene because I think this is the bit that we see in um, in uh, Knocked Up. You know, and that the, they've got that website. Seth Rogen and his flatmates have got that website, Mister Skin or whatever. And and I think one of them is, is watching while things trying to you know note down the moments at which you see like nudity. We get this bit whenever um, Neve Campbell goes up, says to says to old. Uh, to Kelly goes like, you're just going to fuck me over, aren't you? And uh, Kelly responds with like, you retarded? Or is it just the fumes that made you brain dead or something? Swamp trash. Swamp trash. And then she, and then they have this, this tussle. I think Neve Campbell slaps Kelly in the face and they end up having this like little cat fight. It's not like slapping each other about. <laughs> it should also be said that Bacon has actually made his way to Kelly's house at this stage. He's literally standing in the bush 
watching on his little video camera. He's watching this whole thing unfold. And then, so it goes from this like slapping match. Kelly then tries to drown Neve Campbell, but then they sort of fall about on each other and, and start having this lesbian off. And like, we just see Bacon watching the whole event through his little camera and his eyes are like wide open. Oh, his um, eyes almost fall out his head, yeah. They yeah. Absolutely, I've never seen eyes as wide. Yeah, as old Bacon's. And he, uh, and he like very slyly kind of zooms in on the lesbian scene. Yeah, we see him panning in on it. So yeah, Bacon's in the bush just having a look. He then shows this video evidence to his um to his officers back at the back at the station. And again, the lawyers having none of it. He doesn't want it. He thinks, no, you haven't got a case. This is just you basically having a wank in the bush. Now what we're gonna do with this, Bacon? You know, you're in the bushes, you're on Van Ryan's property, you're just trespassing, you can't hear what they're saying, and you're sitting there just shooting a porner. What are we gonna do with this? You can clearly hear what they're saying. You know, they've got Sal on the phone, you know, it's clear. Oh, yeah, please. But um, but then but he's called in Dylan because they have because old Bacon and Dylan then have this little bit of a testosterone off in the in the waiting room. Oh God, yeah. If you question this, Bacon's going. If you question this guy, you'll find not just an innocent school teacher. You'll find a stone cold psychopath here. And he goes like, "Can I go now?" And he goes off, and he calls him. I think he calls Bacon a cocksucker or something. And, he, and Bacon goes, "What was that? Do you want to say that to my face or something?" Oh, it's so it's just, lame. Yeah. yeah, it's just so fucking lame. I mean, this film, it is just, I was thinking about like what, what, the, what the target audience of this is, and it's just got to be like college kids with a crate of beers. Like it's just a, it's just a testosterone off, isn't it? Yeah, it's just you've got lesbian. You've got lesbian stuff going on. You've got like two cops, you know, sort of manning each other out of the room. Like it's just, it's just obscene. Well, I can only imagine what was going on in those dorm rooms when, when this came out. Yeah, you know, the, the buzz would have started going. I got. Have you seen this wild thing? Oh man, you, you've got this Denise Richards and you've got Neve Campbell like, having a freezer. Yeah. Plus, you've got you've got them like getting off each other in a pool. I know. No, there's no way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you see everything. It's, it's nuts. How much did you see of the in the version you watched? How much? Um, how much stuff was going on in that pool? Because I mean, all I've got was a tiny bit of kissing. Well, I don't, there's, there's not a great deal in the pool, is it? They're, they're both fully clothed. I think, again, you just get, I'm guessing on Denise's side, you get some sort of see-through, see-through tops, you get some nipple going on. Are they, are they, what have they got on? Have they got, have they got t-shirts just on? Swimming. Are they in? I don't know. I think Denise has got some t- some swimsuit on. Yeah, Denise has already been splashing about and then yeah. Neve just turns up clothed, just screaming. I think whatever you see, it's, it's all on, again, it's all on Denise's side, but I don't think it's that graphic. No, I think it's just more the fact that there's got two young girls in a pool kissing. Is that but what it is? Because not... I mean, I've heard of. I see. I've heard of this scene before even seeing this film. I know this is this is the scene that this film is quite renowned for. I, f- I think but it like... was just the case, but you know, this is '98, isn't it? So this is still at a time where you know I don't think you've seen a lot of girls on screen kissing. Do you think? But I mean, like, think about you know Verhoeven. I mean, he did Basic Instinct back in 1992. That was way more risque than this. Uh, oh yeah, in ter- but but then again, that's just a man and woman having sex isn't it in sort of various ways it was quite it was quite full on unless i've missed something there's some sort of famous shot that if you freeze frame you can see some fucking butthole or something yeah yeah well you know i I don't to me it's just it's just those two in the pool with some see-through tops on or whatever some nipples potentially getting off each other and i think that for for a lot of people that's that's enough it's like christ you know you don't see that sort of stuff very often in mainstream films i think even now i don't think you're seeing that you're seeing two young girls you know who are two young girls at the time now florence Pugh and like a jennifer lawrence going out in a swimming pool you'd be like well fuck me christ well uh, yeah but i think like the reason they wouldn't do it isn't because like it would be shocking it would be because it would just seem like just totally totally exploitative unless you're making a film about you know so you've had like, what is it the danish girl or something and all these kind of films about lesbianism right oh god have you seen the danish girl no i haven't no no 
I don't like. I'm not a fan of old uh, of, of of that guy. What's he called? What's the guy in it? Eddie oh, Redmayne. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Really bad. Oh, really bad. That guy. I don't. Think, I don't think he's like. I, I couldn't sit here and say like he's a bad actor, but there's just something about him. I just can't. I just can't get in. Got to get on the Eddie Redmayne train. I don't know what no. it is. No. But yeah, whatever. So, um, well, so yeah, I'm sorry, Tom. You know, sorry that scene is not hot enough for you. Okay. Well, you know, yeah. The rest of us folks, you know, we, you know, we're we're dribbling over it. Yeah. Denise and Neve and the Paul going at it. It's you know, it's 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 phenomenal. So, um, so yeah, so so Bacon deal have this little bit of testosterone in the uh, exchange, a bit of that in the in the waiting room, and then yeah, we move swiftly into the uh, the murder of Neve Campbell's character. Yeah, old 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 uh, Kelly drives her out to the swamp, gets her drunk, and then Dylan's there and beats her over the head with a wine bottle. Because the actual murder scene is shot in that you basically just see the wine bottle coming down, you hear the, the, the screams of Neve Campbell, and then you just get a load of blood sort of yeah, spraying that, off. That can't be blood. Like, they can't be having that as blood. There's just no way. I, I know this film was absolutely fucking ridiculous, but it, it's like dark red. It's just a bottle of wine getting sprayed around the place. You can't be saying that's blood. Fucking hell. But we then get Bacon, you know, he's still on the prowl. And uh, I, I don't know how he how he actually ends up in the in the spot of the murder, but seemingly he does. And he's snooping around and he finds some teeth, which, he's, um, which he then gets, you know, labbed or whatever, and it's determined that they are, in fact, Neve Campbell's teeth. So he's convinced. So he's telling everyone now that it's Dylan and... Uh, Dylan and uh, an old uh, Kelly who were responsible for the murder of this girl. Well, I, th- I think it's just Kelly, isn't it? I, I don't think he's saying Dylan's involved in it. Because then he, go, he, he goes to Kelly's house, sees her washing down the, the land rover and goes, oh, here we go. Why is she washing that down in the early morning? What's going on here? He, he basically gets hosed in the face. He's at the gate going, like, oh, what are you doing? You know, what's going on? I might need to ask you a couple of questions. Get off my property! <laughs> ah! Bacon just turns into a bit of a nuisance in this film. Like, he's just sort of scampering around causing problems for everyone. But yeah, I mean, we should mention this this bit whenever. Um, I think one of the bit which also throws Dylan off the off the suspicion wagon is whenever he the the cop who's working with uh, the woman who's working with uh, Bacon. Bacon says, "Right, can you investigate Dylan a bit further, mate, please?" And he goes in, and she goes and sees him in his motel room. And uh, Dylan, when she when she goes to see him, is actually in the middle of a conversation with Kelly. And I think this is this is the main bit which I thought was extremely room esque because Kelly's like wrong. Dylan is going like, "I'm so scared," and then goes like, "I love you so much." I mean, it's like a re- it's like a room sequence. It's like a scene from the room. And then this 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 cop comes in, and and uh, Dylan gives her a well. I think Dylan sees her waiting outside his motel room brings her into his room and shows her this file on um, on Kelly, who he's just been on the phone to, which basically reveals a, a history of violence, that she's been violent towards Neve Campbell before, that she's been violent towards her mother. So she, he manages to convince this cop that effectively it's it's her who's killed this, who's killed Neve Campbell, that she's disappeared. And then, I mean, they almost, they almost start going at it, these two. They've got this moment on the bedspread. Well, as we've said again, you know, Dylan, he's just, you know, Sam. Sam Lombardo is just, well, it's unbelievable, isn't it? He's he's just literally cleaning up. He's an absolute magnet. It's crazy, but they're interrupted, so it doesn't actually come to anything. And then, yeah, Bacon goes around to all Kelly's. The camera stays outside of the house. We just hear a scuffle between Kelly and Bacon, and then three gunshots, and then Bacon comes out nursing his arm, where he's obviously taking a, taking a shot to the arm. So, yeah, that's the end of Kelly. That's it. And I think Bacon's fired on the back of this. And then we get more, you know, and a bit of a scene change. And we're now in, I'm assuming, like the Caribbean or something, or the Caribbean, as the uh, as the Americans like to say. Well, at least we're in a, in a more apt spot. The music makes a little bit more sense now, especially with those drums. Yeah. Yeah. 
did you also pick up on this like the, the sort of slightly more eerie music where it's literally like someone sort of moaning going like yeah yeah there's there's just a whole heap of stuff isn't there there really is a whole i'd like to go back and listen to that scene that you said i didn't really pick up on it about the twin peaks stuff and murray's snooping around the yeah. house yeah, i'd like to go back and listen to that yeah it's it's really just quite it's just totally jarring but anyway we're in we're in the caribbean dylan is sitting you know victorious on the beach watching some you know some bikinied women walking past in the on the horizon and he goes into his little shack on the beach and he hears the shower going and uh, well he opens the shower and emerging from the steam is bacon showering off and bacon turns around him and goes howdy partner with this really quite creepy little little smile on, and we get we then see uh, Dylan's reaction to this, and it is literally the kind of the classic like, "What are we going to do with you?" Here it is. So, so apparently they were going to have a scene where the two of them were showering together, but it got taken out. But I think you actually did say, didn't you, before we came on here about the, the, what's the, what's their relationship? What's going on there? Yeah, because it seems to me, well, Bacon obviously showering off and he comes out of the shower and we get, you know, we get this little moment of a, gl- a glimmer, well, a, a quick flash of a full frontal from, from Bacon. We see that, we see his choke flopping around. That was a mistake. I don't think that was supposed to happen because I think, again, Bacon has got in his contract some whole, um, you know, no nudity clause. Oh, really? There's a funny thing that I, I read that as he was an executive producer, so I think this is the first time he produced Bacon. So, you know, he's, he's worked his way up the producer ladder now. That technically he could have sued himself. <laughs> yeah. And then the director went, you know, I'm sorry, Bacon. I know it's in your, in your contract, but the show's looking good. Don't panic about that. And, and it's just the best shot. Like, do you mind? Cool. Well, it is. I mean, to, to be honest, it's not It's not bad. I mean, if if, I, if someone took a picture of me naked and I was looking like Bacon, well, I, I wouldn't be complaining. It's a decent, you know, decent amount of, decent amount of size there. But... Uh... <laughs> anyway we've got um yeah like i was saying you know he comes out of the shower and he's strutting around and it does seem to me like there is an element of homoerotic tension between the two and i said to you i said well well hang on what what is the what is this relationship about yeah they're clearly in on the scam and you know bacon was there to to smooth things over on the on the investigation side and convict kelly of all the murder but you know what is their relationship but i mean at the end of the day like i've said already the target market for this is like you know young lads sitting in groups going like oh have you seen this bit of denise richards for you so if they start having old bacon and and, and dylan let you know having having a go well i mean it would probably slightly alienate some of the viewership it's all washing each other's backs in the shower yeah it's you know it's a bit well you know why not i don't think it would have worsened the film i think a lot of people might have had some some problems with it potentially but i don't think it'd have been jarring i'd have just gone like well yeah why not but bear in mind ben you know you're unusual because you are extremely comfortable in your sexuality you see i think with the tone of the film you're getting away with that i don't think it's too much of a problem if you want to have some shower scene with bacon and dylan sort of washing each other nothing happens but you know it, it's hinted at fine why not i agree yeah i mean i, I, I mean at, at the end of the day the theme of this film seems to be ultimately that you know, everyone's shagging everyone else so you know why, why not bacon and dylan why not so yeah, so so we get that, and then they're out on the boat together, and um, the the boats. One of the one of the I think called uh, Dylan is 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 manning the uh, manning the wheel. Bacon smoking a cigar or something, and some you know there's some rigging that gets that gets stuck. So Bacon goes to investigate it. Oh, Dylan does a sharp sharp U turn or something, and, and Bacon flies off the boat. You get some line, don't you, from Dylan going oh, <laughs> rule one hundred and one of, of yachting. You know, one hand for you, one hand for the boat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Which we get, but then he realizes that Bacon's actually still hanging on, and Bacon then comes up on the uh, comes back up on the deck, and Dylan goes like, "Oh, what happened there, man?" And <laughs> Bacon goes like, "Nice try, and you son like of a bitch!" And he start they start going at it, but then Bacon gets speared by someone off screen. 
and it turns out it's Neve Campbell now with with blonde hair. Is that a wig or has that been dyed? Don't know what it is. Doesn't look good either way. <laughs> it's almost kind of like the disguise equivalent of you know those those glasses with the big nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty like, much. Yeah, it's basically just like the most sort of ludicrous. Well, I, I don't think Bacon's did. fallen for it because he's, he's straight away been shot and he's gone like what? You're you're dead. Oh yeah. Well, Bacon. It's funny because Be- I don't know whether it's maybe the effect that that, that this film's had on Bacon, but the act, like, his little his final couple of lines is very undignified acting. And then he goes like, but then when he's um, he goes he goes whenever he's like pleading with Sam to stop uh, to stop this from fin- from finishing him off, goes like Sam for God's sake or something. And then she spears him again, and he goes flying into the into the water, um, and he's splashing around. Yeah, well, well. So then we think, okay, right. So it's actually. So this is, you know, plot twist three. I think we're on now. We've got all four. four. We've now got that. Um, that it's Dylan and and Neve Campbell who were in on it from the from the get go. These were the two prime things. Neve Campbell then drugs Dylan with a drink. Can you believe it? Finishes him off as well. And well, that's kind of it. But then we get what you were saying about this, we then, so we're kind of going, right, well, so hang on, so why, why did, why didn't Eve Campbell do this from the get-go? You know, why does she have a vendetta against Bacon? What are the circumstances for all this? Do you want to explain this? Because this is, this is on different cuts. I think with the whole Neve and, and Bacon, their problems were, yeah, she got, she got arrested, but this was because, so there was this Davy that, that keeps getting brought up. So I think Bacon was seeing someone on the swampland, one of Susie's friends, potentially, that he got, he then got violent, started knocking her about, Mm-hmm. Davy, Susie's friend, tried to intervene. Bacon ends up killing this Davy guy. This is back in the past. So this is this is you know happened before the events of the film. Yeah, yeah. So he ends up killing this Davy guy. Susie is there also, or finds out about it, Witnesses, and then Bacon, yeah. and then Bacon then frames her um, and, and gets you know puts her in prison to, to shut her up. He's got he's a pretty you know, he's a police officer. He's got the power. That's her problem with Bacon. That's it. Yeah. So, so we got so, we've got that, and then so we've we've also got the before the the post credit scene where it all starts to tumble out. We also get Bacon's partner. I have no idea what her name is. Bad, terrible. Yeah, yeah, the girl. Yeah. She goes back to the swamp, talks to you at the time. You think it's Neve's Susie's grandmother. It turns out it's not. There's two different cuts in the uncut version. Oh yeah, you get this scene in in the normal version. Apparently, you don't, which is very alarming because otherwise, just, how, how it wouldn't make sense. In the uncut version, I think we we both saw. Sandra Van Ryan, her father was having an uh, having an affair with someone, or just just banging some random girl, mm-hmm. which turns out that girl was then Susie's mother, right? So that means that she's Sandra's half sister, bloody, hell, and mate. she's You've Kelly's bloodline here, and she's Kelly's niece, right? Okay, right. So you know, there's, there's a bit of incest going on there between Kelly and and Susie. That's okay, a that's a bit troubling. Yeah, Susie's mother is, is abandoned by the Van Ryan by you know he, he sacks her off, doesn't anything to do with her, doesn't want anything to do with the kid. Susie's mum drinks herself to death. And then that is where we find out why Susie's got a vendetta against the Van Ryans. Oh, I, I see. I don't think that bit was in there for me. I don't think this whole bloodline stuff was there. I think it was just the the revelation that Bacon had, had killed this boy. And, and Oh, there you go then. Yeah. Well, so we've seen, we've seen two we've different, seen different films. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, fair enough then. But, but just, just, just then to sort of at a high level, we then get all these post-credit sequences as, as Neve Campbell's sailing off into the sunset with this money. We get the post-credit sequences that, in order to involve um, Dylan in this whole this whole debacle, she, you know, it's revealed again before the beginning of the film. She's framed Dylan 
by t- by getting pictures of him sleeping with Kelly. So he blackmails him into taking part in this scheme of hers. And the scheme involves Dylan befriending this dirty cop, played by Bacon, Bacon old, uh, old Ray. Yeah, through a, va- a variety of various things, you know, framing Kelly for this murder. And yeah, you know, effectively, you know, punishing them all by the, in the end. But yeah, it's um, and he was she was also in in on it with the with the lawyer because he then gives her her money and takes his cut. So it was it was actually those two in the in the driver's seat all along. Susie's got an IQ of uh, two hundred, so she's very intelligent, oh, yeah. very smart. Reads, reads a lot of books. She's cleverer than Einstein. We'll go back to the scene briefly where where we think that Susie was murdered by Sam. Not sure what's happened there. Because what they did was that she just pulled with, with the help of Sam. She just pulls her own teeth out. That's fine, but even like, I was adamant that it wasn't blood. I was like, "There's no way that's blood." Yeah, I guess it has to be. But like, like how much fucking blood is getting getting taken out from those teeth? It was like a bucket's full of blood. She pulls out two fucking teeth, but she's using pliers to get the teeth out. She's not even using the bottle, is she? And you also get the snippet of when the bottle's going up and down, where, where it looks like he she he yeah, bludgeoning over there. Yeah, yeah. Which is then I think covered in red. But at the same time, he comes back up when you think he's done the deed and the bottle's corked, so it's not even been opened yet. But it mm. has been opened when you go to the post-credit scene where Susie's swigging on it because he's doing a shit job of pulling her teeth out. She's like, oh, yeah, fuck like it, I'll do it myself. Say, you know, yeah. Get out of the way. Not sure what's happened with that. She gets wrapped up, right? And then she gets dumped in the swamps. So she just unravels herself, yeah. unburies herself, doesn't get eaten by a crocodile, you know, gets the blonde wig on and then, and then just goes on a merry way. It didn't have to be that stupid. They could have done that bit better. There's no reason why that had to make no sense. But at the end of the day, I mean, we're talk- you're talking about like five, six plot twists, some of them post-credit. I mean, it's it's just a complete and utter... Yeah, I'd like to know if there's any other films that reveals several plot twists in the in the post-credits. What the hell was Bacon doing? But hopefully Bacon's still thrashing around waiting for something to, to get him. Yeah, well, I don't know, but it's um, but yeah, you know, I mean, they all they all basically take a fairly unpleasant end. They're all effectively just sort of left for the crocodiles by the end, especially Bacon and uh, and Dylan. It's, uh, I mean, what do you think of this? It's a, it's a, well, it's it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's absolutely ludicrous, but but that's the whole point of it, isn't it? I don't I don't think you can get too offended by it. Well, at the end, I might have been going off a bit of a rant, going like, you know, what about this? What about the blood? Yeah. What about the the wine bottle? Oh. You take a step back and you look at it. I enjoyed it. I was entertained by it. I'm not offended by it. I, I didn't I didn't leave the film, you know, annoyed or like I wasted my time. The plot twists were just yeah, I've never seen as many plot twists in a film. Yeah. So many they had to put half of them in, in the in the post credits. Post credit, yeah. Uh, overall, yeah, overall like you know, a fun experience. Fun experience. Yeah, no. Uh, and uh, another solid turnout from Bacon there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think every everyone in it really got the spirit of it. it wasn't it wasn't overly serious. Bit of a romp. Yeah, it was, it was quite good. I enjoyed it. Uh, so go and have a look. Anyway, right, okay, right, until next time. Thank you. Cheers. You'll find me on social media, just trying to post sort of witty and humorous things. So all that and more can be found over at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Film Vloggers. Cheers. Hello and welcome to What's Our Seat Number. If you're listening to this trailer, you're deciding whether or not you're going to listen to this podcast. But chances are we've lost you already. 
Uh, wait, what? No, come on, Matt. What? Well, Why? I mean, it takes it takes what, like ten seconds for people You're to lose interest defeatist. in things. I am not being defeatist. defeatist. They've you gone are. already. It's for now. Then, well, now they are because we started arguing, so we've both sort of driven them out. Well, go right, on, just then. Go on tell, to... tell the dead air who we are. Okay, the dead air. The dead air. The cadaver. The people who aren't listening anymore. I'm taking control. You introduce yourself, and then I'll introduce myself, and then we'll talk a little bit about what we're doing. Right? It's going right, to sound more right, professional right, that right. way. Okay, go. okay, okay. Uh, I'm Johnny Gross. I am a filmmaker and a film fan and fanatic and obsessive good very good that was very well done very professional you sounded like you're in control and almost like you know who you are all right then and who are you i'm Sai. i'm a 3d artist and a game designer a film fan uh i'm your brother as well really so we're going to be talking about some of our favorite movies and hopefully some of yours as well there's going to be trivia behind the scenes do you want to tell the listeners why we've called this podcast what's our seat number you really came to the right person with fielding this question because i feel that i can take this story and really bring it to life okay so one time we went to go and see a film in the cinema and i asked what's our seat number Fantastic. Was it good? Yeah, yeah. I did it for you. It's great. If you want to hear more, you can check out the rest of our episodes. We're hosted by Podbean, but you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music or Audible, TuneIn Alexa, Listen Notes, and now on iHeartRadio, Player FM, and Podchaser. So pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Please don't forget to review, like, and rate, and keep listening, because the more you listen, the more we'll be able to produce. Bye. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.